What's going down, baby? Welcome to today's episode of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch network. I'm D-Nell, Dizzle, DZ, D's Us, DZ, D, D's Os, Don P, Don D. Don D. <laughs> Don Rilla. Dig, uh, your host with Supreme Confidence. Put it all on the T-shirt, man. Whether it's a game of basketball or the game of life, got to have confidence in the clutch. Practice makes confidence. Pressure makes diamonds. Stay sucker free. Keep it a buck like Milwaukee. I'm the IP. Stay woke. Get out. Go. Ball or bust. You can't fit in when you're standing out. Last year was about branding. This one about expanding. Colorism is dead. Black is black. Every disagreement is not a fight. You get to make the decisions, but you don't get to decide the consequences. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts. No shine without the grind. I work for myself, so I guess I work for a boss. You buy once, you cry once. Cry once. The chief creator content. Don't sink the ship just because you ain't the captain. If it doesn't fit, make it fit. Didn't reinvent the wheel, just a better design. These did. Takes a village to raise a kid, but still could produce an idiot all black with a little bit of gold. Show y'all confidence in the clutch roll, food for the spirit, confidence in control. Get your confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own American-born African with mass appeal. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Click the bell for notifications of new content when I drop. Search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on X, Instagram at KNK. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Coming up. I'm talking about this uh, for all the dogs. Drake getting that Joe. Um, NFL Week Five, NBA preseason stuff. Dion and all that life accuses a teacher, like always, bringing you quality content with strong opinions and facts. That confidence in the clutch. We are fear more than love, but never hated. The hate don't bother me anyway. You already know what it is, man. Come ride me for a minute, man. Confidence starts right now. Three, two. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? That's going to treat you like I can. (laughs) Welcome to episode 343 of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast. Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch network. Click the bell for notifications on new content when I drop new media energy up. That's going to treat you like I can. <laughs> All right. First, I got to give a shout out to a friend of the show, contributor, my man. Shout out to Jay. Happy birthday, bro. What, Jay? I'm 46. He's 48. Happy 48th, bro. You know what I mean? It was yesterday. It's all good. We talked. We talk, you know what I mean? Knew what was going on, man. Much love to my brother. That's my brother from another mother, man. So salute, 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 salute. All right. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all already know. That's going to treat you. That's going to treat you like I can. <laughs> all right, let's do it. All right, for all the dog's thoughts, straight out hot, baby. For all the motherfucking dogs. <laughs> for all the dogs and for all of y'all. All right. First of all, Drake got rich off this shit. Y'all, Drake got rich off this shit. Drizzy got rich off of this type of rap music, nigga. Like, like for real. He got rich off of this type of rap music. So why should he <laughs> why should he change the formula? I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. He's not gonna change the formula. There's no reason. There's no reason for him to ever release an all-singing album. Or an all rapping album. Cause he got his fan base is his his net that he cast is so fucking wide. <laughs> right? And I mean he got demographics and shit. But he got apparently he, he listen, Drake got 18 and 34. 
He got fucking shit. Drake probably got 10 to 18. You know what I'm talking about? He probably got 10 to 18. Shit, he got 18 to 34. Shit, he got 35 to 48. Shit, and he probably got 49 to 62. Shit. His net is so wide. So, but I get it. My thing is for the people that want the raps and all that shit. You want that? You want to hear old Drake? You want to? You want to hear that? You want that old Drake back? You're going to listen to some old motherfucking Drake. This is what he doing. Now, it won't be confidence in the cuts unless I do it. I don't do the rating scales like I used to. But going through the album, treat you like I can. One, Fear of Heights. Two, Daylight. Three. First person shooter song on the album. Four, maybe, maybe seven, nine, six, nine, Santa, maybe, maybe Bahamas Promises is six. Mm-hmm. 8 a.m. in Charlotte. That's seven. It's one that I missed. It's one that I missed. Is it maybe tried our best? Nah. Seven. It's seven out of the fucking 21. Seven out of 21 and like, yeah. But hands down, it's, it's first person shooter. But that fear, that whole calling for you because the beat switched when 21 came on, right? So fear, heights, daylight, first person shooter, bloom. I don't know who Yeet is. I got to do the message. But all right. So yeah, but them three, boom, 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 boom. Because that's what we want to hear. That's what I want to subscribe to. But once again, I told you that after seeing Drake in concert this summer, Drake is a fucking performer. He's a professional. Like he gives you so much at the concert. So I, I, you can't, you really can't throw no hate on Drake. You can throw constructive criticism, but you can't throw no hate on Drake for all the shit he do. That don't treat you like I can. I'm telling you, you got to listen to it, and then it's gone. Over time, as all these albums do, don't don't nothing just slap you in your face no more. And you're going to listen to it, and there's going to be some shit that you like, right? But anybody, I'm not talking about the shit I don't like. I'm talking about the songs I do like. All the all the 808s and all that shit and all the man and the, the three producers on one track because you switching the track up three times and I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, I just <laughs> understand it. But, but. I'm wondering if for all the dogs it was supposed to be for all the bitches. Like, if that's what he's saying, dogs, because for all the dogs, you're thinking it's for all my homeboys, all my dogs, all my, all my, all my, all my, but he's singing to the women. So instead, he can't say for all the bitches for the album. So was he trying to slip something past us? I don't know. Let me know in the comments, though. I'm just saying. So through all the mist, all the bullshit, I got to talk about Drake and getting that Joe and shit. Like, and, 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 and my take on that shit. And, and, and I'm going to get straight to it with that shit. Get that push. Get that everybody that say something about Drake that don't like Drake. Like, if Drake's job is a rapper, Joe's is hip-hop media where he got to, he can't just sit here, I just can't say shit about people because that's my man's and I liked him. Joe is a fan. Joe is a stan. Joe wears a cape for Drake. If you listen to Joe Budden podcast, he wears a cape for Drake. He liked the boy. But he doesn't have to slurp you, Drake. He don't have to slurp you every time you drop. But my thing is to Drake, nigga, you sold 170 million motherfucking albums, nigga. 
Like, not too many people could say something about you or what you do. What you do. They can critique it. They may not like it. They may not understand your aim and your drive and shit, but they can't say shit to you about what you do. We know who the fuck you are. You know who the fuck you are, Drizzy. Niggas want to remind you of that, uh, that shit. You know, but out of all the shit that Joe said <laughs> and all the love he gave and the critique over letting J. Cole come on and we you walk J. Cole out and all that shit. The shit that hurt you the most when he said the 30 side, 37 fucking 25 year olds. We know that's what it is. Because if you complain about all these women and you got young girls leaving you and breaking your heart and all this shit, man, that's an issue. That is an issue. How can you expect a 25-year-old to love you and cater to your needs and be the woman of your dreams when she ain't made her mistakes yet? I'm just saying. So the pot cannot call the kettle black because maybe he was telling you from his experience that dating younger doesn't end well. But you got that Joe like he called your mama bitch and your son a hoe. He big up the album more than he hated on a couple songs. If you want to call that hate, the whole pot. He just gave his, 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 his critique. Right. So I love Joe. I love Drake. Here's the thing. Joe's important for the culture, right? Except for those who don't value his motherfucking opinion. He's the number one hip hop podcast for a motherfucking reason. Damn no. Right. I expect Drake, Drizzy, the boy, to react to everybody that have a response for everyone that hates with that level of vitriol otherwise. I don't respect the shit because Joe did not fail at music, B. Internet cat receipts as well, Drizzy. We caught you twice giving up for Joe outside somewhere and on your podcast with rap ready out the crib. I used to rap like Joe Button. Like, I don't, I don't know. You can't say it's 450 niggas with dirty in, in each jeans. That was kind of disrespectful right there. That was disrespectful to Joe's fans. Joe's fans like your shit, Drizzy. I don't think <laughs> damn. 450 niggas. With dirty NHA jeans with the with the with the scrunched up face listening to Joe Budden, like damn Drizzy, that's that's kinda that's kinda out of order, man. That's kinda out of order. Damn. That's fucked up. Damn. When I when I read that shit, I said, damn, Drake. 450 with dirty NHA jeans? Damn. 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 I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Damn. And y'all know Nietzsche is phonetically for NYC, E-N-Y-C-E. We'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> woo! Um, Drake didn't respond like this when others was hating on his Bobby interview. I didn't see that. Who defended you, though? Joe did. And Birdman. Birdman, come on, bro. Like, yo, y'all got to chill with this extra Drake shit, man. Like, Listen, per Hip Hop DX, y'all didn't catch this shit. Birdman told Joe, calm down, brother. You're not built for this real gangster shit. Just because he said, man, come on, y'all. We can't bring the street shit into a, 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 a review where he didn't call nobody crazy. He just gave his opinion. Like, what about the And that's what I don't like. For every time that the motherfucker stand here and say good things about you, you don't say shit. 
The first time I say something bad, you got something to say, I don't respect that shit. You don't say, man, stop giving me my flowers, man. Stop holding me up to high regard, man. Stop promoting my shit for free. Y'all don't say none of that shit. I don't like people that do that shit. I think that shit is, 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 is tacky at best. So, come on, Bird, man. Drake. Over your hitmaker giving the camera two middle fingers to his Instagram story. Caption, niggas keep playing with Drake. We're going to throw you stunning surprise party. Red teardrop and the Canadian flag. What? So can't nobody say nothing about the boy. Well, I guess, that, I guess I'm finna get the red teardrops and the Canadian flag, too. Because I said I like five or seven motherfucking songs out of 21. 21, 21. So I don't know. But I said he fucking awesome. So I don't know. And I'm down with Azalea Banks on some of this shit because it's kind of clown shit. Uh, Banks took issue with the pair's responses and offered her commentary via an extensive series. Now, this is from... Um, <laughs> this is from Wrap Up, so... Banks said, does Drake know his nose job and liposuction is not hip-hop? <laughs> Damn. Does Drake know that no one who actually understands hip-hop, a culture born from the oppressed, really cares about this soft-tooth, colonized, confused, mixed-race facsimile attempts to exhibit the true authenticity? Oh, my God. Damn. Azalea, you ain't have to do all that now. Damn. Damn, Azalea. Woo. Okay. Really cares about his soft tooth, colonized, confused, mixed race, fuck, mixed race facsimile attempts to exhibit the true authenticity of an actual MC. Shit. Does Drake know his desperate attempts to gangsterize Canadian street life is an all-encompassing failure in of <laughs> in and of itself, man? Shit. Then she said, also, can hip hop get any more trashy? Does Birdman know? Know how low IQ, tacky, and how much of a fucking loser. Damn. Damn. Damn, Azalea. Shit. Can hip-hop get any more trashy? Does Birdman know how low IQ, tacky, and how much of a fucking loser he looks like threatening Joe Button via the internet like you can get arrested for that, Birdman? Can you just make some more lugs and quit threatening people online before you get arrested? Shit like that really makes the genre looks trashy and low budget as hell and sorry. You kind of just made it so hot that if anything happens to Joe Button, it's certainly getting tracked back to you and Drake. Come on, y'all. Keep it moving. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. See, it's getting too far. It's sides now. It's sides now. It's sides. The sides. You got to listen to the whole Joe. He did not hate on that man like that, but you can't get threatened by Bird, man. Come on, Bird, man. Come on, Bird, man. Fuck. I want everybody to keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Just forget this shit, all this shit I just read. Forget all that shit happened. This is displaced anger and hate for Joe because he said, nigga, you shouldn't be fucking 37-year-olds, nigga. You shouldn't. That's what he said. Because, hmm. Listen. Listen. If Joe, if Sin, Sin, what, Sin Santana, whatever the fuck her name is, right? If Sin, if Sin was, is, is 30 and they got like a five-year-old, do the math, right? If Sin is 30 and 
Joe was like 30, 25. She was 25. Joe was like 37. And Joe like 42, 43 when he's fucking with her. So maybe he was just trying to tell him, oh, man, it's extra shit fucking with younger women, man. Like, you kind of got to move on and find somebody. You know what I'm saying? So fucking these young girls give you something else to rap about. That's all. I don't think that's hate. But it is what it is, man. Listen. Um, listen to the whole pop. It's displaced anger and hate for Joe. He didn't like that comment about stop fucking the 25-year-olds. Joe's not hating. You might not have liked the, the advice. But Drake makes music for women. We know that. And sometimes he spits them hard bars, right? That's it. That's it. He's consistent as fuck as doing that. And might even be bored with rap. And that's fine. For all the dogs, my nigga. <laughs> for all the dogs, man. Shit. Spending 15 minutes on this stupid ass shit. The, uh, the motherfuckers need to calm the fuck down, man. Nobody doing all that, B. For real. All right. <laughs> Motherfucker. Damn, Azalea. NFL Week 5. What I see. Ravens relying on L. Jackson. Hell yeah, we paid him all this goddamn money. Hell yeah, for everything offensively. Run that shit. Throw that shit. You can't catch that shit. But this, you got to make this shit look good. It don't look good, though. He ain't got no reliable receivers. So he throw the motherfucker, they dropping the bitch. Then if he miss a pass, it's it's exploited and blown up because motherfucker, you got you can't be missing passes to niggas. But they they dropping them bitches. What he gonna do? What would you do if you was me? 49ers look like the best team in the league, right? The Cowboys look like they're all cap, but losing uh who's it, Trayvon Diggs, that shit fucked up their whole defense back there. For real. Dak also has to play better. You can't have uh you can't have like three interceptions and shit and he ain't had too many yards and shit, like 14 for 23, some bullshit like that. Like, man, no, Dak, you can't do that. Can't do that. Mm-mm. Philadelphia is the only other undefeated team. And they look decent. Daniel Brown that hit. Danny Brown from the Giants that fucking hit, yo. That shit hurt my back when he got hit because they was all up on my brother's neck. Ah, shit. You know what I mean? Miami tapped that ass. After getting their ass tapped in the Bills with the London and took that L, got their ass tapped by Jacksonville, right? Because they played two back-to-back there, so the bodies wasn't, they knew, uh, the Buffalo Bills' bodies wasn't right, and that's fine. ETN healthy is a difference for fucking Jacksonville. I've had him the past two years on my fantasy team. He's a fucking difference. Jamar Chase, fucking always open Jamar Chase. 52 fantasy points. Throw me, throw me that bitch, fam. I'm going to get that bitch. And Jordan loves Packers, right? Drops two and three in the loss to the Raiders last night. Like, listen, he throws telegraph at times, you know? Without Aaron Jones in the backfield, without Bakhtari, we look bad, the Packers do. We don't look good. And it ain't Jordan Love's fault, even though he did throw mad picks last night, y'all. No in the comments, man. We ain't doing no rankings, none of that shit either. NBA. So Joel Embiid commits to U.S. for Olympics over birthright Cameroon and France because I guess his daddy or mom was French, right? That's cool. How much money did you get paid? Okay. <laughs> they made sure you got paid. Cameroon might not qualify for the Olympics, and France don't need you. And I think that would be a bad look if you played for France. Like, shit. Yeah, that would be a bad, bad look if you played for France. And maybe we got a big man now. We're going to see how this go, though. Shout out to Joel for committing to the United States basketball. So, if you expect me to talk about preseason ball, that's a fucking no. <laughs> no fucking go. 
It's ho-hum. I don't watch it. Motherfuckers playing for a quarter or half a quarter. I'm not that thirsty for basketball early in October. The season should not start before December, if you ask me. Definitely in November. Everybody know Christmas Day games like the beginning of the NBA season. They can't wait that long, but they can start like late, like Thanksgiving or some shit like that. But they must spread those 82 games to keep the money coming in. They can't compact those 82 games. They can't play, uh, you know what I'm saying, three nights in a row and all that shit like they used to. You know what I'm saying? Four out of five nights and all that shit. They don't, they can't do that with the body shit. I just don't like it this early. It's football, it's college football, it's all types of other shit going on that I can care less about the NBA right now. I'm just be honest. The matchups ain't gonna be mattering and shit. Y'all playing in October. Tell me how that shit mattering in April. Drew off the bench for Boston? Better be a one time thing due to when he got to Boston. Or motherfucking, uh, uh, motherfucking his physicals and shit when he got cleared. Cause we ain't bringing Drew off the bench in Boston. That's not going to happen. That's not going to fucking happen. I know. No, 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 no. We're not doing that shit. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> we know in the comments, man. Yeah. Man, I got some heat, man. I got to get into the lab to mix some shit, man. I'm tired of these old ass songs, man. All right, I ain't talked about Dion and the Buffs for a reason the past few motherfucking weeks because we was bigging them up. It was all good. They took their L's. Ain't nothing to talk about when you get smacked the fuck around by Oregon. Last week, okay, they was getting bucked by USC, then they came back. But, you know, Dion, we're going to talk about his interview now. Dion talking about we play like hot, garb, hot garbage, and he expects to win in a better fashion than that, and he don't accept mediocrity, and he was like, he's like, maybe you sleep with it. Talking about your female. I like, damn. Maybe you sleep with mediocrity, motherfucker. The motherfucker next to you might be mediocre. That's what I got from Dion. Much love, Dion. You know what I'm saying? But he was mad over their 27-24 win over Arizona State University. The problem with the Colorado Buffaloes, they give up 34.2 points per game defensively. You got to outscore 34 points defensively? Nigga, that's a lot to give up. That, that's a lot offensively you got to have without your damn near best weapon on offense and defense. Travis Hunter still out. They rank 122nd out of 132 teams with defensive points per game, man. You, that's the defense. The defense has to play better. And you talking that shit, yo, motherfucker don't get too comfortable possibly, but the defense got to play better. He got like the one of the top recruits that ain't even fucking with him. Hold up. My shit at. Oh yeah, I got my shit. Like I, I told y'all, I was getting me something, motherfucker. And this that go. This the colorway too. See you, baby. I see you. This the colorway, black and gold. You know how we do it. You know how we do it, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Shout out to the buffs, nigga. Yeah. Quick ones. Miami Hurricanes. What the fuck? Take the damn knee. Take the damn knee. What were you trying to prove, motherfucker? He, Crystal Ball takes the blame. Again, he did the shit when he was in Oregon. Take the fucking knee and then run it back. Give him what it is. Why are you trying to get extra yards and drag, motherfucker? As soon as the motherfucker tackle you, I'm falling down. Okay. I don't even give a fuck if it ain't no first down. We finna win this bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's what I say, man. Yeah. About that time, y'all. Uh. Life accuses teacher coach part 91, man. Yeah, let me. 
lean. Let me lean in it, bitch. Got a chain in it. Ay. No, 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 you know where it be, man. Hot stepper in this motherfucker. Doing what I wanted to. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Confidence in the clutch, baby. You know what it is. All right. Life accuses a teacher coach, part 91. Hey, yo. What the fuck? I just need to know. What the fuck are parents doing with their children? Right? Because I'm watching shit and I'm seeing things in the schools and shit. And I'm talking to people. Yo. I, you know, because I corrected a student on, like, dog, that's wrong. And dog started to tear up. Like, and I'm like, yo, dog, it's okay. But, yeah, this is the ninth week of school. It has to be like this in a sentence. They just keep looking at me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how you're crying because somebody tells you you're wrong. That's not the child's fault. That's the parent's fault. Because the parents promote these children to be so fucking perfect. They're not. We're not perfect. The parents aren't perfect. So your child is not perfect and should not be forced to be perfect at school. Your child should compete at school, but don't have to be perfect. Find the beauty in your child's ability, wherever, how high and how low that may be. And that's what we're going to focus on. Every child got something, man. We got to tap into the shit. But you can't have a child crying because they got a wrong answer. You tell them they're wrong. Find the beauty in your child's ability, parents, not what you want it to be. Hey, yo, I just found out that they send K-3 kids to school in diapers and expect teachers to change the motherfucking diapers. If your child has a pull-up and can't go to the bathroom by themselves to pull their pants down because in K-3, K-4, K-5, shit, they all got bathrooms in their uh, rooms, right? If they cannot <laughs> go to the bathroom themselves and you got to lay a kid down and take off the Velcro, uh-uh, they ain't coming to school, G. First of all, there's nowhere in the classroom to change a kid's diaper. Y'all got to be, y'all, man. Yo, man, there's no way in hell. Take that potty, have them motherfuckers sit on that potty, just sit them down a couple times. Yeah, I mean, they'll figure it out after a while. They can talk, they can communicate. You you, you, you want to emphasize how important it is, and you get them a few things and shit like that. Every time they do good, yeah, you happy they peed and all that shit. Like, it's called potty training, B. Like, it ain't that hard. Like, potty training. Basketball. First open gym was last week. Uh, one of the newer uh, transfers in. She, 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 she looks like she's going to play plenty defense, which I like. We're small. As... We're we're high disadvantaged, I will say. But if they take on that defensive mindset and get in people's shit and all up in there and be aggressive and share the ball, we'll be dangerous as fuck. We'll be dangerous as fuck. We have a 5'11 senior that hasn't played since her freshman year. She got turned off, and I really wish she can be coached by me because everybody that's coached by me, they're like, yeah, I wish I would have played more. I wish you would have been here. I think she's out and won't play, and that's fine. But I'm excited overall, you know what I mean? I'm excited about the season going into. We got a new offense that's gonna murder shit. And, you know, offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. No, a scoring defense wins championships. So my shit is turning bit, turn that bitch over. Hey, throw that bitch up. Let's go get it. Lay up, lay up, lay up. That's what I want. You know what I mean? And we got sets and shit. We know we can get uh points and where the shot gonna come from on the floor whenever we need it though. But I want some transition points, man. 
We have to be disciplined on D for that shit, though. All right. That's it for today's episode of the Conference in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for the views on YouTube. Thank you for all the listens wherever you listen to your podcast. It's your conference together. Get your clutch together. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms, conferenceintheclutch.podbean.com and wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube, wherever you listen, however you watch, wherever you watch. Well, there's only one place to fucking watch. Click the bell for notifications of new content when I drop. Search Confidence in the Clutch, man. Follow, share, rate, and review, man. It's important, man. Follow us on the X, X Instagram at K and K. Visit us on Facebook at Conference in the Clutch. Yo, y'all to be staying 10 toes down with me for a half an hour listening to me. Y'all got to love me, man. I love y'all back for real. Twice weekly, whenever that shit going to happen again. Donald Nelson, D-Nail, Dizzle, Deezy, Deezy, Deezus, Deezos, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, Digger. Your host, Conference in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson, the Conference in the Clutch podcast about sports, entertainment, music, culture, religion, politics, and society. Whatever the fuck is happening over in the Middle East, just talk about that shit. I didn't read up on it to talk about it. They've been at war for a long time. They be fucking with them Palestinians. They be fucking with them Jewish people. They can't get along. So wherever they can't get along is, is centuries old. But it's some shit that happened that make them motherfuckers not like Israel, them Palestine motherfuckers. So they just got to figure it out, though. They got to figure it out. But when Israel's backed by the United States motherfucking government, they can't do shit to them. Period. Have a safe and healthy night. If you're listening during the daytime, credit great down papers, man. Peace and love in the world, man. Peace in the Middle East, man. We about this bitch. Peace. Three, two, Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch.